Welcome to the Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities, so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people, using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica. And we have yet another amazing light worker. Her name is Katie, who will be joining us today here at the Rising Star Project. And we will be looking into her astrological birth chart to unlock some of her challenges and hopefully answer some bigger some of those bigger questions about her business. So welcome to the podcast, Katie. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Me too. Okay, so I know that you know we're just kind of getting reacquainted again after many years of um, not being on the phone together, and now we mm-hmm. are doing this podcast. So share with us and our listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do in the world. Okay. Um, my name is Katie, and I'm just starting to really unravel what my gifts are and actually just being really comfortable with sharing them in a way that feels authentic to me and not being tainted by everything that everyone says I should be doing. So I'm at a pivotal turning point in my business where I'm feeling really committed to a small amount of things where before I was trying to do so many different things and it ended up in me feeling stressed and overwhelmed. And so, yeah. I'm excited to really be committed, that's my word for 2018, to what lights me up, my gifts in the world, and helping women see their fullest potentials. Awesome. So do you currently have a business or it's still in the brewing stage? I do. I have um, a life coaching business and I also um, have a global doTERRA team as well. So I'm growing, yeah, with essential oils. Yes. 
Love it. Okay, so what are we focusing on today? What is like the, the challenges that you'd like to have some clarity around using your birth chart? I would definitely love some clarity around why I find it so difficult to give love to the back end of my business, meaning like the numbers and the money and like really being as dedicated as I am to my gifts and sharing and, and you know, presenting that piece. I'm really strong there, but it always seems to be like a block around that other the back ends and looking at money and stuff like that for me okay so probably more of the masculine parts of business uh yes. structure the the money maybe some analytics maybe some technical stuff okay well i will start the reading off by saying the first thing that was pretty eye-opening when i just glanced at your chart is you have so much scorpio did you know this <laughs> yeah oh well, my goodness I, yeah i had an idea well, it's interesting. I have a Scorpio. So you have a Scorpio stellium. I also have a Scorpio stellium. That means you have four or more planets um, in the sign of Scorpio. But you also have some, you know, running around here, you have one, two, three. Nope. You have a, you have a Scorpio stellium, but you also have a Libra stellium. So those two signs are dominating your chart. So I'll explain what that means as we kind of go further into this. But you do have your son in Scorpio, which I'm sure you know, uh, which, is, um, which is basically how you see yourself. So I'll explain the, the stelliums and all that as we kind of keep going. But uh, really the Libra and Scorpio is like, if you're ever going to like read a horoscope about yourself, like read Scorpio, but then go and read Libra at the same time, mm -hmm. because those will be more accurate um, about uh, as far as like who you are and how you see yourself. Okay. Okay. So your, your Scorpio son is basically how you see yourself. In business astrology, I like to call it your secret sauce. It's not necessarily the thing that you need to like lean into um, or present yourself or make a whole personal brand around it, but it's really about, um, it's just the thing that you're gonna sprinkle on on your products and services. It's, you're gonna sprinkle it in your personal brand, but you're not going to like lean in with it and like be known for that, especially because your rising sign is really where how other people see you. So you have this in the sign of Libra. So Libra is an air sign. Uh, Libra is basically, uh, she is the goddess of beauty. She loves to be visually stimulated. So when people are looking at you and they're experiencing you and all your gifts, they're seeing you as Libra. So that's kind of interesting since you have a Libra stellium, um, that that's something I would actually like pump up the volume to. So anything that has to do with beauty, um, which is interesting that you do essential oils, anything that has to do with balance, you know, that you said that you're a life coach. Um, people see you as this, they see you as a goddess. They see you as the empress. They see you as someone who is in mother nature, who is calm and serene, who appreciates the finer things of life. She's ruled by Venus. Uh, she's really got a knack for um, appealing to all of the senses, you know, smell, taste, touch, even your third eye with clairvoyance and any kind of psychic abilities. So I would at this point, you know, as we're kind of going through this reading, it's just like, you know, how I said, we're going to sprinkle your, um, your stelliums around everything. Well, in this case, this is your Libra rising sign. I would just go there full fledged. So that's with your website, 
that's within a sacred space. I mean, even if you host any kind of like events or retreats, it's got to have that Libra touch because they're expecting that from you. Wow. That I've never heard anything about Libra, but everything that you've just said was like, wow. Yeah. That, that really resonates with me. Thank you. And it's interesting because your sun in Scorpio, it's like they're very different. Like Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. It's this small, mysterious planet. She's super deep. She only wants to swim in the deep end of the pool. But then you've got Libra who's like, no, I'm cool with just like daydreaming in the park or, you know, being scattered with my thoughts and just kind of like letting things be. So it's an interesting duality that you have there as far as like this really deep, um, you know, almost mysterious Scorpio uh, sign, but then you've got this Libra that's just much more lighter. It's, it's a really nice balancing pair together. Now, your moon sign. Your moon is in the sign of Aries. Okay, so this is pretty intense. Um, <laughs> this has to do with how you feel. Um, mm -hmm. This is about your soul. This is all that inner stuff. And when we're doing business astrology, I think it's probably one of the most important uh, uh, planetary aspects to look at um, because if we don't feel motivated to do something, if we do not feel empowered, if we do not feel excited about something um, or we feel down, it's always going to affect our work. And when we're looking at a, building a business around our higher calling, it's much different than building a business um, that is not around our higher calling because we are emotionally fueled human beings. We have, um, you know, we are human beings, uh, we're spiritual beings, and that has to do, and our feelings are basically our intuitive guide. So in this case, you've got your moon in Aries. Aries is a fire sign. He's ruled by Mars. So he's, he's basically the one that has all the big ideas. So he's the first sign of the zodiac. So he's basically like starting the path for everybody. So here you are, with all of these big ideas. And so far, I'd be curious to learn, is that's what's been fueling you this far, is the big idea, but actually the plan is not a gift of Aries. You know, that's when we start moving into Taurus and we move into these other signs. But Aries is not gift with actual execution of the plan. Yeah, yes. <laughs> So, and it's interesting because I was just doing another reading earlier today and she had her moon in Capricorn. Um, so, and it was like, she really gets charged by, you know, all of the activities, like doing things, like you know, having projects to work on where Aries gets fueled on like, mm -hmm. I have this amazing idea. I want everybody to know, and I'm just going to basically go out in the world and tell everybody about how awesome this thing is. But he gets in his own way because there's not structure, like you said, behind the plan, behind all of the stuff that he's going and spreading like wildfire, which is mm -hmm. his gift. There's not enough back end, like you said, to, to support that. So what mm -hmm. we want to do is we want to harness some of the other planets to make sure that we, the, the, the worst thing that's going to happen is that if we, if Aries goes out there and is charged emotionally by sharing this big idea with everybody else, and there's not structure in place, he's going to get pissed, basically. So we've got, as much as we have the passion, the yin and the yang of Aries is, well, I'm going to get annoyed, or I'm going to get angry, or I'm going to get hot-headed or something. He's going to get fueled, and he's not going to understand. Like, I don't understand. Like, I can get everybody on board, but then the plan cannot execute to that bigger goal because 
of X, Y, and Z, these other pieces of puzzle that have not been um, meticulously uh, and thoughtfully uh, put into progress. Yeah, like that. <laughs> I feel you, girl, because I have my Lilith, which I won't go into Lilith, but I have my Lilith and Aries, and, you know, Aries is intense, you know, Aries, but she's also very nurturing, so she definitely you know, has the ability to um, make other people feel good um, and be that role model for others. So just keep that in mind that anytime you feel yourself like getting heated, like your, like you know, your chest gets hot or you start to get a little flushed or something kind of ticks you off, it's only because Aries is basically giving you a red sign, a, a signal of like, girl, if we don't get the, play, the plan into place, I'm just going to continue to get pissed. So it's just going to be a revolving door of just constant annoyance without the, the plan, uh, without the plan in place. That's very powerful. That feels very aligned. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the plan because we're going to talk about Saturn next. Okay. So Saturn is, um, he's the father figure of the cosmos. He's basically like, you know, he's your dad. He's like, okay, like you've got these great ideas. Like, let's make sure that we can monetize them. Let's make sure that I can send you off into the ether and you're going to fly. So you have it in the sign of Taurus, which I think is pretty freaking harmonious. Um, Taurus is about money. Taurus is uh, also similar to Libra in that it's ruled by Venus. So he's the creature of comfort. So the thing about Taurus, he's an earth sign. Um, he's very, He's very down to earth. He's very gra grounded. But here's where, you know, Taurus and Saturn go on this little coffee date and they have like a swell time because they can both talk shop all day long. But Taurus has an agenda. Taurus is like, okay, here's the deal, Saturn. I will work my fanny off. Like I will do what it takes to make my business come to fruition. But I want to be monetarily rewarded for how hard because I'm going to put in the effort but I want to like at the end of the day I want to kick back and have my lazy weekends I want to go to a spa when I'm feeling like overwhelmed I want to enjoy my cashmere throw while, while I watch tv on my big screen tv or whatever that looks like whatever that luxury experience is like he's basically has an agenda I'm going to work this hard but I want to be rewarded fruitfully yeah that feels really good so the plan is like, he is about money. It's really about mon monetization of like, well, what do I need to have in place so that I could have, like, I don't want to be a workaholic forever. I want it to pay off in the long run. So that's where Saturn is kind of like percolating and, you know, Saturn naturally rules Capricorn. So it's all about that slow and steady, you know, like the tortoise and the hare, like the slow and steady up the mountain until it gets to the top. So Saturn is basically like taking Taurus under its wing. He's like, look, there's no rush to the finish line. So I understand that you're going to work really hard. We, we actually don't need you to work hard. We need you to work smart. We need you to not create a long checklist of to-do lists. We need to pick the one thing off the checklist that's going to make the biggest impact so that you can make the biggest amount of money so that you can enjoy that spa day as soon as possible. So he's really trying to emphasize to Taurus, um, I don't want you to be a workaholic. I want you to be really smart from the foundational part of your business and build upon that so that over time you don't experience burnout. 
that you don't experience, you know, oh my gosh, like I worked so hard and, and, it, and it didn't work out. He's trying to basically hone you into to being more laser focused about mm -hmm. what is on that plan. Yeah. I mean, if we reference back what I said in the beginning is exactly that I feel like that's what I'm ready for. Like, I feel like I'm ready to step into that laser focused. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about your natural abilities and then some of your challenges. Okay. So you have your North node in the sign of Aquarius, your South node in the sign of Leo. They're polar opposites. Your Natural abilities come from Leo, which is interesting and also very interesting, pairs very nicely with your moon and Aries because Aries is all about spreading everything like wildfire, where Leo is very comfortable um, showering other people with warmth. So mm -hmm. Leo is um, he's ruled by the sun. So just imagine this, this lion, right, this lioness who is like on her soapbox and when she speaks, she warms her audience. Mm -hmm. So that's a natural ability. So we wanna draw people in. So it's kind of like when Aries is out there passionate, like sharing all this information and just like trying to get everybody excited about her big idea, Leo comes in and is just like, no, let's shower them with warmth. Let's um, educate them. So Leo's very entrepreneurial, very organized, very creative. But he's got an, his own agenda, kind of like Taurus has his agenda, like I want to kick back and like make money while I sleep or whatever that ends up looking like. Um, Leo's like, I want, to, I want to make other people feel adored, but in return, I want them also to adore me. Mm. So the gift here is, you know, or the quest, the question, the better question that you can ask yourself is what could I give into the world that would utilize my creativity? Leo is very creative mm -hmm. such that by doing that, I receive warmth and adoration for all that I bring to my audience. I, you know what's interesting? I have three boys and my youngest son is Leo. <laughs> and I can see a lot of that, what you described in his warmth and his personality, his creativity and all of that. That's what I can learn from him too. Yeah, there's a sense of giving. Like they honestly, like, you know, it's like that. sometimes people think of like Leo, they like come to a party and they just like, you know, work the room. But mm -hmm. I think of it like they walk into a party and people are naturally drawn to their warmth. Like it's mm -hmm. almost like people are naturally going to come to you, Katie, because they like want a piece of like, of that power, mm -hmm. of that of courage, of that bravery, of that, um, you know, uh, that exquisite um, knowledge that you have, that higher power knowledge. So when you go and you create like, I don't know, like a social media marketing plan or you write blog posts or you, you know, teach on Facebook Live or whatever you're doing, you know, it's really going to be about captivating your audience with your warmth. Mm -hmm. So that's a gift. So if you're not currently, you know, using that natural ability, it's time to like step that up a notch and really be out into the world sharing and adoring other people and making them feel so freaking special. 
Oh my gosh. I feel like this, it's so, uh, wow. I'm really blown away. You know, sometimes I'm sure you have people that are speechless where you're like, actually, I don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> that's okay. Let me t- so let me talk about the challenge because that's a natural ability, but your challenge yep. Yep. is your north node and that's in the sign of Aquarius. So mm-hmm. Aquarius is a, a, an air sign and I always kind of make the joke that she's like, she's like the girl with purple hair in high school. Like she goes her own way. She's a rebel. Like, don't fuck with me. Like she definitely has this like avant-garde attitude about herself. But because she has this pioneering attitude and she's very social, but because she thinks outside the box, that's what people love about her. So your challenge in your destiny, so like where you're taking this business is really like, how can I stand out? How can I be super different? Like I'm not just an essential oil distributor. I'm not Mm -hmm. just a life coach. There Mm -hmm. is some individuality that needs to shine through in everything that you do. Almost like an avant-garde message around why you do what you do. Or maybe it's about your appearance. Maybe you show up and you're always, you know, I don't know, doing something wacky and weird. Something that's going to embrace and appease the Aquarius North Node. Mm. I love that. I can feel like she was definitely present in high school. <laughs> oh, good. Well, she wants to make a comeback. Okay, She's like, good. I want to make a comeback. I want to. I want to shake things up a little. Like, I, yeah. it's getting boring over here. I want to leave the party. So it doesn't. You don't want her to leave the party. You're like, no, 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 no. We need you. Like Leo yeah. is like, no, no, no. Like I'm the one giving the warmth and everything, but I still need the like cool girl in the corner, like you know, you know, spitting, you know, spitting off all of our crazy ideas because that keeps my party entertaining. So you want to keep her in there in the loop. You want to start to uh, befriend her. And that's, she was probably very present when I wanted to dye my hair purple two months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Just do it. Oh my gosh. Right. And I make your Instagram feed look so amazing. (laughs) Right. Oh, so good. Okay, so let's talk about, well, any questions before I move forward? Because I kind of like save the best, like, well, not the best because it's all great, but there's like a little mm-hmm. secret thing I'm going to share with you next. But any questions so far? Honestly, no. And it's really interesting because everything that you're speaking about, I can feel where those pieces of me are. And, but the one thing is like with, the general description of Scorpio as being this deep and mysterious person, I've never really like related to that. So it's, it's nice to see and feel where like those other pieces come into play because definitely like the Libra and the Leo and the Aquarius feel very much more like who I am and where I express myself the easiest. And yeah. So think of it this way. I'm so glad you brought that up. So remember what I said, the sun, your sun in Scorpio, that's, it's how you, it's supposedly how you see yourself. But in business astrology, I always say it's, it's your secret sauce. So think of it this way. So your natural ability is Leo, right? Working the room, warming and adoring people, making people feel special, but mm-hmm. you bring in your Scorpio as a secret sauce. So mm-hmm. let's say you're like working the room and everybody's like, oh my gosh. And they're just chatting it up and they're asking questions about your essential oils and they're asking about life coaching, whatever. And then you kind of throw them a curveball. 
And you, and you ask them some deep and profound question that nobody's ever asked. That's where Scorpio becomes, that's where you become, like, they're going to be like, what? And then you've got them thinking. So really Scorpio is going to capture them, but after you've already warmed them up. Cool. I love that. Yeah. It's exciting. I love these questions. <laughs> yeah. Well, see then. So that's where, like I said, like Scorpio swims in the, in the deep end of the pool, mm-hmm. but you bring okay. her out when you need it. You don't need to lean in with that. Your rising sign is how other people see you, which is Libra. I would just bump, turn that volume up way up. Okay. Doing okay. It. Last but not least, 12th house. Okay. So your 12th house is your house of karmic debts. It's your subconscious mind. It's, it's basically the part, it's what you've come here to work out in this Mm -hmm. lifetime. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the way that I do business astrology, um, has to do about your kismet client, the person that you're truly here to serve, the person you're going to teach, the person that's going to love and adore you, the person that's just going to come out of the woodwork for you. Now, the importance of the 12th house here is that you're here to work through karmic debt. And in this, in this case, you have it in the sign of Libra. But your kismet client, who I truly believe is you three years ago, is also come to this planet to work through their karmic debt. And together, you work through some of your own karmic debt together. Mm. So when you're looking at the 12th house, we're looking at Libra. We're looking at a Libra archetype. So the type of person who's going to help you work through all this stuff, any blocks that you're having um, in your business, you're going to work them out through Libra. So think about your kismet client, the person that's going to come out of the woodwork and you're going to shower and adore her with all that warmth and you're going to throw her some curveballs and some interesting deep questions with Scorpio and you're going to show up and you're going to um, you know, be a little avant-garde in your delivery but it's Libra, she has, her shadow side has to do with her inability to commit. Oh, gosh. <laughs> do you know what my word for 20 years? Oh, you're committed. Years? I totally forgot. Oh, my God. Committed. It's on my desk every, where I can see it in every moment. Oh, my gosh. So okay. you're, when you are working through this karmic debt of also co- uh, commitment, because you obviously have a lot of Libra in your chart, well, she also has an issue with commitment. Now it's maybe not the same, like you don't have the same areas maybe that you have commitment problems. Maybe she has no desire to start a business. Who knows? Um, but she's, she's looking towards you. So, so she's attracted to you because she's seeing you as Libra, right? Your rising sign is Libra. She's looking at you. You're pretty, like you've got, you know, beautiful website. You, Um, have a calmness to yourself. You have wisdom to share. You have all these things. But what she's really looking at is she's looking at you like she's like wanting something in you for herself. So you're just a mirror for her. So the mirror is, you know, where in in what it is that you sell, are you going to help her commit? Because when you can get her to commit, you've now started to create a game plan of where you're going to show up with more commitment. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, (laughs) of course it does. (laughs) So, okay. So, you know, one of the things like, so whenever you're putting together like 
Like I totally, like when I talk about like your about page on your website or your homepage, like your homepage should be like all about Libra and like all any of her shadows. So you might want to like Google, like, you know, all the characteristics of Libra if you haven't before. And just remember that when you're attracting her, you're going to say, do you love beautiful things? Do you love having a sacred space? Do you, are you interested in, in beauty? Are you, are you interested in love and goddess, uh, goddesses and all that, all that Libra energy? And then you're going to throw her a curveball and you're going to be like, but you have a, you have, uh, a problem with commitment. You have a problem with, you know, getting in your own way, having too many ideas, being flighty, being late, all of those like shadows of Libra. Now you don't have to even mention that you're doing this based on Libra. It's just an archetype. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But um, you're basically going to like, as if you're reading her mind and then she's going to be like, what? So that's going to be part one of now you're creating the plan. Remember Saturn's like, we got to have a plan, but we got to work smarter, not harder. Right, Taurus? Because Taurus just wants to work all day and think that's going to pay off. But Saturn's like, no, sorry, that's actually not how it works. You know, yeah. so you're basically going to start getting strategic. So first is the homepage, which has all everything to do with her. You can, you know, at the bottom be like, hi, and I'm Katie, and I've been there, done that. I'm the same as you. I have a commitment with that. And, you know, you can kind of share your little story, but that will lead them into your about about page. So your about page should basically, you should pick out, you know, two or three things in your story, just in your, you know, things you've overcome in your life that have to do with things that she's just, that she wants to overcome. So you might go back to like, who were you three years ago? So that you could see how far you've come and then start to sprinkle that into your story on your about page. Mm. Wow. Okay, that feels very And then you start powerful. to be, create products and services around those things that are her, are her biggest problems. And that's where, and then you start this whole process. Now, you, now that the moon Aries, or Aries moon is like awesome. You actually have a place I could send people to now that I can go spread it like wildfire. Yes. You know, now you've got a social media platform where you're loving and adoring and shining all that warmth and warming up your kismet client and then asking them that really hard question, that really deep question, and then adding in some like rebelliousness just to like keep it interesting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This feels so exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So good. So good. Thank you. Okay, so I need to make sure before we wrap up today that mm-hmm. one, you've had a breakthrough. Uh, many. Okay, so good. Check that off. <laughs> and then two, what's your game plan? Oh, I'm going to listen to the replay without any children distracting me and my notebook and just feel into it. And then I'm going to dance. No, maybe I'll dance first. <laughs> And then do that and just move forward. I mean, it's so interesting because the timing, of course, um, is very synchronistic in just the language that I've been speaking to myself and what has been like bubbling up in me and just becoming that version of her has been, um, you know, really, really powerful the last little while. So this is just an even further confirmation that I'm, you know, on the right track and that I'm really getting to know all of those different sides of me. So thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad. I, it's amazing how 30 minutes of using a birth chart, it, it just, 
it's like we just, it's like we need permission to do what we already know. And I think that's the beauty of business astrology. Right. And it's like, I've never even, I've always been really interested in astrology and I, you know, work very deeply with my moon cycles and the cycles of nature. And so that is definitely like comes naturally to me, but this is really, you know, I'm going to be even more obsessed with that kind of stuff now. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much, Katie, for, you know, sharing, you know, your struggles and your challenges. Cause you know, the, whoever's on the other side, listening to this, you know, you're basically a mirror for them a mirror for people that are going through the same thing. And it's so helpful. I mean, I was like, when I put together a, this podcast, I was like, are people really going to be interested in this? And it's like, I think there's something really healing about listening to somebody else's, you know, um, astrology reading around their business to help them answer some of their own questions. So I want to thank you for being their muse. Thank you for being my guest here at the rising star, um, project. And, um, I look forward to serving you again in the future real soon. Oh, thank you. That was really an honor. Thank you so much. Are you in the early stages of building your business, but find that creating and committing to a monetizing plan holds you back from sharing your gifts with the world? Like Katie, life coaching and essential oils are her jam, but committing to her cause had her fragmented in her next steps. Once we discovered Libra ruled her chart and was her kismet client archetype, we learned that if she was ever to overcome her commitment issues, it would be through serving her kismet clients with the lack of their follow through too. If you're unclear as to how to put together a game plan to satisfy your Saturn and monetize your gifts so prosperity can ring your doorbell, unlock who your kismet client is and you just might discover who you were brought here to serve is simply a mirror a mirror to help you work through your own karmic debts as they work through theirs. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful kits that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.